This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners. Welcome to Rockcast, the podcast that explores the intersection of technology, ministry, and community with Rock RMS. I'm Emily Foreman, and with me today is Jonathan Anderson from the Ark Church, and of course from our team, Lori Yoakum. Welcome, Jonathan. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, we're thrilled to have you. And just to set the time, as we're recording here now, we're not that far out from just having returned from RX23, the conference for 2023 Rock Experience. And um, not to quite give it away yet, but there was a real highlight for you, Jonathan. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to give you a chance to have a little bit of a voice into the community. So let's hold on that for just a minute. Tell us a little bit about your church, the size, your role there, and how long you've been in the Rock community. Okay. Uh, So from the Ark Church in Conroe, Texas, that's just a little north of Houston. Uh, our church is about 4,000 a weekend. Uh, we're growing, uh, looking to officially update that number, uh, coming pretty soon. Uh, exciting. So, you know, God's doing some good things there. Um, I have been at our church since, uh, on staff 2017, uh, started volunteering towards the end of 2013 in IT. Uh, helping with check-in uh, on the previous platform uh, before Rock, and uh, just got plugged in there. Just a good church, good people. It's a big church, but it feels like a small church. Mm-hmm. The people are just golden here. Uh, it's just a really good place. After I started, uh, we had just moved over to Rock. Uh, the year after I came in, I, I came in as a help desk at mm-hmm. first. Um, but being more of a, just kind of a network and security type person dabbles in programming and just things like that. Uh, after they moved to rock, they, you know, we didn't have anyone that really knew rock, right. We're first starting out. Uh, we had a partner help move us from our previous CMS over to rock. And, uh, after that partner was done and we were no longer working with them, we were running into some problems and they asked if I could look at it. And uh, I looked at it and was able to fix some things and recode some things and and just change some things around. And it's just grown from there. That's very exciting. You know, Jonathan, I feel like every time I've spoken with you over the years, which has been quite a few since 2017, um, it seems like you're doing slightly different things. Um, so what over there related to IT or database do you not uh, work on? <laughs> Maybe that's the easier <laughs> way to approach it. <laughs> um, what do I not? I don't do anything facilities. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not working on the air conditioners and I'm not working on, you know, the door key fob exit, like things like that. Um, but basically, if it's if it's network, if it's cloud, mm-hmm. if it's rock, uh, IT, or any of that, um, I'm pretty much the the go-to person now. Uh, we built up our team at one point to where we had three members, and we're back down to 
I, the Lord is helping me. I do have other people that help me in the church, but for the most part, we're down to me having the experience and the knowledge and all the things. So, well, I will uh, tell you, fun. I'm always very impressed with the things you're learning and teaching yourself, the, the ways you're pouring back into the community so that I feel like you're one of those people that no pain is wasted. So anything that you've run into and uh, learned something from, you're trying to find ways to improve systems or share that pain with other people. And you've always got such a great attitude. And that's always just really impressed me. Yeah. Um, I've just always been a lifelong learner. You know, I don't have uh, degrees or anything like that in IT or programming or anything. It was just a from a young age, I picked it up and I always enjoyed it. I, I like digging into that. Um, I like creating things. I like solving things. And so, you know, networks and programming and all this stuff, which are always fascinating. Um, so, so in the uh, rock, so okay. in the rock community, you have been very active. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the things that you're involved in. Um, where would people recognize your name um, if they weren't here this year at RX? Again, I'm not saying that. You get to say that. Um, so so how, is, how does our community know you? Uh, so I'm pretty active in chat. Um, you won't recognize me by my picture. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Changed. I will update that. Uh, I was recently inducted into the Rockstar Hall of Fame. Yes. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> so, thank you. That it is so well-deserved, Jonathan. Thank you. It, it was completely unexpected. And I will say that getting added to the rock team was unexpected. Uh, getting added to the Hall of Fame was unexpected. It's just for me, I'm just living. I'm doing me. I like to help. I like to I like to build things. I like to do things. And, you know, if if I'm being rewarded for going in the way that I know that I should go, that God has led me. Hey, you know, glory be to God. And uh, it's all for him. So. Yeah, it's, That's it's not it's not my own doing that has done any of this. But we appreciate everything you do for the community, and it was well deserved. Now it's a little fun that the uh, the thing you walk away from um, becoming a Hall of Famer is a Fender guitar, and a lot of our um, Hall of Fame members actually don't play. But I heard a rumor that you may actually play the guitar. I do. Um, I picked it up whenever I was a teenager, uh, 13, 14, uh, and have just kind of played, dabbled ever since. There was uh, times where I was on different uh, choirs or, or, or church bands at different places, uh, not any place anyone would know, uh, but that wasn't my calling. I knew what my calling was whenever I started volunteering, and so I didn't <laughs> volunteer for getting on stage and playing guitar. I very much leave me off the stage i don't need to be up there. <laughs> well we pulled you on the stage this year but now the question is are you going to play that guitar we'll see what comes we'll just leave it just, at that just at home that's okay too oh because we'd uh, love a video <laughs> I, you know we'll, we'll see how that goes I, i've actually got some ideas you know i mean you got to take advantage of opportunity whenever opportunity presents itself. So, That's right. Hey, you, you never know what will happen. That's right. Now, I don't <laughs> no want to I don't want to cut it short. You've actually been a member of our beta testing team, right, for a long time as well. Uh, yeah, I think I joined the beta testing team uh, probably 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, just because, I mean, if we're going to be running this thing and uh, 
getting on the latest versions. I need to know what's coming my way. Right. Uh, it's a little self-protective, right? <laughs> yes, abso absolutely. That's that's exactly what it is. Uh, I don't want to update without knowing that yeah. we're going to be solid. I need that's to take right. care and make sure that everyone can do ministry uh, for our children's check-in, for our giving, mm -hmm. for our adult groups, for everything. And so being able to go through and get uh, inside versions of alpha and mm -hmm. beta has just helped tremendously. Uh, I was on beta team for a little while, switching over to alpha team. Okay, uh, great. And I, I actually test through both of them now, even if I don't reply and say, yes, I'm going to do it. Um, because sometimes I just don't have the time. Yep. But mm -hmm. even if I know I don't have the time, that doesn't mean that I'm not loading up and kicking mm -hmm. the tires on because I have to do that. So it's, it seems like a real win-win for everyone involved. If you're involved that early in it, you're going to have to test it anyway at some point, really, before you roll it out into production. And if you can test at a time where there's still a pivot for the core team to address any issues that may do, be discovered, which is only possible by having access to a wide variety of instances and data sets, then everybody kind of comes out the winner. Absolutely correct. You know, um, in my testing, I run into things, you know, being alpha and beta, uh, that I'll run into things that other alpha and beta testers won't think about. Everybody's going to test something different. Every mm -hmm. ministry runs That's different. Right. And so they use different things. And so what I'm testing, uh, the next person might not be testing. And to be able to get in there early, uh, like you said, it just it benefits everyone. Mm -hmm. Because if we can find the bugs before it ever gets released, then those other churches that don't have the resources, that don't have the mm -hmm. people to do that with them, will benefit from it. So it's very much a, let's take care of everybody. We're we're one big community. We're you know we're all the church. Yeah. And so we can do this, and it's for the church. It's just mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I was talking to a church that launched on Rock back in I think February of this year, and they were saying like, how do we get ahead and know what's coming? before we start even testing it in our sandbox. And I said, oh, I know just the opportunity for you. <laughs> you would make Absolutely. a great community tester. Um, and they have the, the team and the bandwidth to do that. And it makes a lot of sense for them. So I think it's a good opportunity for people. And, you know, it doesn't, um, when I look at our current testers that we have, I also see a wide range of technical skill sets there. It, I, I think maybe there might be a perception that you have to be wired a certain way or in a certain role at your church, but they're it does seem to be that there's a lot of value from people that have various levels of a technical skill set as well. A absolutely. So, um, you know, there, there are people that are very technical that, that will find bugs that mm -hmm. uh, other people will not. Um, but as far as, as far as running the betas or the alphas, it's actually fairly easy to do. Um, there are some good community recipes. There are plenty of people in the community. There's a lot of documentation up there on how you can get started into doing that. And definitely, if uh, if a church has the resources or a person uh, has the willingness to just dig in and uh, start on that, they'll find that, yeah, at first it takes a little bit. You're learning something new, but after you get used to it, I mean, 15, 20 minutes for the most part, you can have a copy of mm -hmm. your production data and yeah. update it to the new thing and start testing things, running through your workflows, looking at your web pages, seeing, seeing what's new. Um, and it's going to benefit everyone. Yeah, uh, for you, sure. You benefit your organization. Yep. Of your, you have an inside track. Uh, and like I said, if you find a bug and you report it, it, re it helps everyone else. So it's definitely a great way to get started in and learn the deep intricacies of rock because 
as you go through it, you're going to learn more. Mm -hmm. uh, their block is so big. Um, I don't think there's probably a single person that knows the entire rock mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, fan base. I think there's you're just, right. I know you're right. Yeah, there's too many. You know, I mean, Nick and John, they they might want to know the entire code base, but there's no way. Uh, a project this big, it's just, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Yeah. Well, uh, rock. Uh, is used in many different ways at different churches, like you were just saying, which is why the diversity of testing is so helpful. Can you share with us a little bit about how Rock is being best applied at the ARC Church, the ways that you use it most and the ways it's most helpful to your ministries? Uh, I think probably the, the single most helpful thing uh, that we got out of Rock was check-in manager, no more paper <laughs> rosters. <laughs> that, was a, that was a big thing whenever we moved over uh, to using check-in manager and doing some of those uh, rosters. Um, it, it took a little bit uh, to get there. We were on rock for several years before we started using uh, check-in manager. It, it was later in coming. It wasn't there when we first moved into rock. Um, but it came pretty quickly after that, uh, and it looked great, and we wanted to do it, but it just didn't fit how we did things. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we were actually building another building and adding uh, a lot of rooms. We, we added a, another 50,000 square foot about uh, addition onto our building, and this was all youth auditorium and kids' rooms. And with the addition of all of these rooms and all of the space, we were looking at how we were going to handle check-in. Mm -hmm. I mean, these would be a lot of kiosks. There's yeah. going to be a lot of rooms with kids. And paper, that was what we did before, and it worked. Um, but we wanted to do that. We had to make some changes in how we did some things. Um, change the way that we did check-in. Change the way that we grouped our children together in rooms. Um, one, we had more rooms. We could be more flexible. We were really running out of space with with uh, four children. Uh, mm -hmm. Matter of fact, we even went to a third service mostly oh, wow. because of children. Wow. We didn't have enough space. Um, and so we went to three services after the building and COVID. Uh, we're back <laughs> to two services now. Uh, and like I said, we just kind of reconstructed check-in, um, and that was, uh, it was easy after we rolled it out. Uh, it was hard, and, and I'm using hard, uh, it was hard to get someone else to see the vision. Mm -hmm. I had a vision of what this could do. I had a vision of how it could help us communicating that vision to our children's team mm -hmm. was where a lot of challenge came from. Um, and it took a lot of talking and just a lot of seed planning and a lot of going over things uh, and just getting little wins in places. And uh, finally, uh, whenever I finally got them talked into it because they were not on board for the changes <laughs> that I was going to make at first. Uh -huh. And they were finally like, okay, Jonathan, we're going to trust you. And, and it just, I hope this is good. <laughs> no and, pressure. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no pressure at all. Right. Uh, but then in the aftermath, you come back around and it's been going for a while. And then I have the children's workers coming to me saying, 
I don't know how we did mm-hmm. this before. Wow. This is so much easier. This makes things so much more uh, just easy to manage and look at. And it it's a big benefit for them. Uh, and so that was a that was a big win. Like I said, not everyone was on board with it at mm-hmm. first. And it just took time, talking, communication. Like I said, planting seeds, saying, hey, we, we can do this better. We can do this better. Even when the vision wasn't there on their part, trying to just impart some of that, it can be a real challenge. And this has nothing to do with tech or IT. Right. I mm-hmm. think this is, you know, just ministry uh, as a whole. You get a different leader or a different person in a different area and they have a vision and uh, trying to get that vision uh, out is, it, it, it takes some doing. It takes God coming into the middle of that, inviting God into that. If you invite him into your conversation and you invite him into your planning, he can just open some doors and show you some things and give you some wisdom and you can say things a different way and it can be amazing. So check-in manager was a thing that really did it for us. Uh, The check-in system and check-in manager made managing children so much easier. You know, it sounds like a really great strategy, which is I think what you were talking about behind all of that. Um, small, quick wins. And uh, sometimes you have to cash in a little bit of your relationship capital that you've been building. So make sure you're building it, right? You have to yes. cash a little bit of it in and know mm-hmm. you, you've you bought just enough grace to land something that's going to wow them in a quick timeline. Yes. And if you can yes. do that, they'll give you a little bit more grace and a little bit exactly. more grace. And yes. pretty soon you'll be able to go the distance with each other, but it requires building those relationships and then, yes. and not yeah. cashing in your relationship capital on things that don't matter. Correct. That's, that's exactly it. Um, you know, I, for anyone out there that, that has a vision about something and they see how something can benefit, start small. If you can start small and you, like you said, you can get those little wins over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think everybody in every in in any church probably has a group of people that you're identify with more. Not that everybody, you know, groups up in, into cliques, yeah. but it yeah. happens. We all have people that that we just are attracted to and that we're working with. Those people will often, uh, if they're in a place where you can help them accomplish something that might be small. For, right, but it helps mm-hmm. them accomplish something, and it teaches you how maybe this feature works even better. Oh, interesting! Or yeah. a better way to do something, so you can plan uh, and say, okay, well, my goal is to get here, but I know it's going to take these three features. Let me work on this feature with this department over here and learn the ins and outs. You can get a small win in a small way, but you learn the foundations. And like you said, it builds that trust. It builds that between team members. And then if it's for a department, a children's department or an Mm -hmm. adult department or a youth department, and they're saying, hey, we did this and this has really changed it. Um, If you're having a hard time with the rest of the ministry, those children's or, or adults or youth departments saying that, can open some ears up to some leadership and say, hey, I, I, I see that there was a win there. There's another win here. There's another win here. You know, mm-hmm. this this is really working out. What else can it do for us? How can I use it? You know, and so it'll open those doors for you. You know, speaking of opening the doors with ministries, it does bring us around to a, a hot topic in the community right now, which is how do I help propel my overall leadership ministries strategies through the use of digital tools? 
And so there is maybe a different level of selling, if you will, or of relationship capital or vision casting that has to be done when you're talking about your executive leadership. How have you interacted in those spaces? Can you tell us a little bit about what that's been like for you? Uh, Growth opportunity. (laughs) 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 So, so, I mean, uh, this working at the church, this is my first real job. Uh, I came from family business and had always worked for family business. And so, you know, uh, there was moving, coming into an environment like this is different for me. Um, I've always been a field worker, uh, or a foreman on different sites, managing, uh, the jobs and just, you know, going out and making bids and things like that. Coming here and going into it has been completely different, uh, and uh, when I first came on, of course, I had a department head, you know, and then they did all the discussing and the planning with leadership. A few years ago, um, he left and it kind of left me to fill that gap. <laughs> and it's not a gap that has been in my wheelhouse, but the Lord is helping me. This is a growth opportunity. I'm growing out of it. Uh, and the, when I started uh, having to interface a little bit more with the leadership. Um, of course, it, it took me a while to learn how to how to talk. I'm a tech person. I want to get in the weeds. They don't want to get in the weeds. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Sometimes I think like, no, we have to get in the weeds because you need to understand this and just understanding, no, they don't need to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you can just talk about, uh, skim over some things, uh, plant some seeds for the future whenever you know that this will benefit us. We can just bring it up, casual conversation a few times about it. And a, a lot of times that can help um, because they're thinking about things. And the longer someone has to think about things, a lot of times the more receptive they are to it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if I'm to tell someone just something and they take it, no, I don't have to do that. Why would I have to do that? I don't need to do all of this. It's kind of a shock to them at first or we should change this website. This website's not going to work. Like that's a, that's, that's a shock, right? Yes. No, yeah. we don't need to change the website. We don't need to do all that. And it's like, okay, well, well, if we don't talk about changing the website at first, we say, Hey, we can improve this. We can improve yeah. this. We can improve this. We also need to improve our foundations. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. But whenever you start talking about these little improvements and then you start talking about foundations and it's like, well, what do we need to do for a foundation on this? It's like, well, we should probably look at starting maybe from scratch or something like that mm-hmm. uh, and ease into those conversations over time really helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, but just planting the seeds, you know, gradually uh, they'll get watered yeah. uh, mm-hmm. as they, as leadership starts to see, I see this in this department. I see this in this department. Um, it, it, it generally will happen over time. A lot of times we want things to happen quick. Right. And I don't think anything happens quick. No. When we first came into Raw, I was moving so quick. I wanted to learn. And so I was building this for over here. I was building this over here. I was building this over here, just pushing out a bunch of stuff. I mean, I was rocking and rolling and, and, and moving out new features and new things like that. Well, hindsight, guess what? If you build it, you own it. I built a lot of technical debt. <laughs> I had to own a lot of that. Yes. Right. I'm new to rock, so not all of it was done in the best way. Uh, but over time, that has slowed down. Now we have many pots in the fire all at once that go a lot slower. There's mm. a lot more conversation. 
mm-hmm. um, but I think the work that comes out of it is is definitely uh, more solid. You know, it's refined and, by a good by time it and people. Yeah, correct. It's refined by time. It's refined by people. You know, uh, so start small whenever you're building on something. Look at your foundational things, and it can really benefit in the long run. And maybe the worst time to start talking about all the things you want to do is when you're requesting budget. <laughs> that might be the worst time to start breaking ice on that. Maybe just some other seated vision conversations that <laughs> that are For maybe rest, better yeah. starting times. You know, everybody has a budget that's going to renew every year. That's right. You know, and so you already have that. They're already trying that's to right. figure out, okay, where are the funds going to come from this? Yep. You know, uh, so that is probably not the time. You yes. Use the current budget you have, get creative and deliver some wins. And they're going to say, can I see more of that? And you can say, sure. Let's talk about what we require, right? We're going to have to reprioritize some things. We're going to have to understand Uh our resourcing. And there's a list of requirements. But if you're already delivering some small wins, um, that conversation, those doors might be open to you in different ways. Absolutely. Well, I, you and I had a chance to talk earlier and you had shared something with me that I thought was so fun um, that I thought it needed to be something that we talked about. And it was, you have an interesting way of helping your staff learn the culture of your church. And it's really simple, but it was, I mean, it was so profound at the same time. What do you do with your new staff? So, uh, this was not intended to be like a hey let me help you learn the culture thing um it was actually intended as a hey this would be a funny thing for people to have to do (laughs) um okay so what Lori is speaking about is i I shared a little bit yesterday uh about um or i shared a little bit with her about how um, whenever i came in to uh the art uh we were a one-man shop and you know it's really just keep your head above water um and we we needed a lot of work to be done in the it area and uh, after i came on board uh, i had a skill set that allowed us to do that and allowed us to move forward um and one of our things was or one of my pet peeves is passwords uh, if you're not using a password manager please <laughs> use a password manager like just please stop putting the same password on every website that you have or for the same five passwords that's typically about how where someone has five or six passwords and they just kind of scatter them all about it is just in today's day and age i don't know how you manage i probably have i think i've got close to 750 passwords in my password oh. manager like oh there's no goodness. way like <laughs> use a password manager so one of the things that i did whenever we have new staff come on board um I started making their default password one of our core values. Um, And our core value is a sentence. Um, Now, they go through this the first day with me, and then I make them change it. So it's kind of a little sensitive subject, but the core value is willing to change. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, with a, a complete grammatically correct sentence with a capital and spaces and punctuation, because those are special characters and those meet password requirements. Ah. And when you add words or you add a phrase, this is not a new thing. Um, people have been talking about passphrases for years, mm-hmm. taking three or four words and putting them together. 
And so I started making our staff use Willing to Change. And some of the reactions that I got out of that whenever they were first coming on, they're like, I didn't know you could do that in a password. Mm-hmm. You can put a space in there. You mean I can put a period in there? You mean, and it was like, yes, absolutely. And guess what? This password is more secure than anything that you have. And it's really easy to type. It flows off of your fingers because it's a complete sentence that you're used to typing in all the time. You're not having to do these weird gymnastics stuff with your fingers and almost break from the stretch across the keyboard <laughs> to get these special characters and things in there, right? And then, oh, I gotta keep this in my head. And so sentence, sentences were, you can type out a 20 character sentence faster than you can type in 10 characters of gibberish. And the, the complexity of it is, is much better. Um, and I, I've encouraged them, you know, uh, since now you see you can do a sentence, uh, make this a sentence about yourself. Make this a statement. Make this a confession. Tie it in with your daily walk, right? Uh, take a piece of a scripture or something like that uh, and make it unique to you. Don't mm. use, you know, I've seen password is my password before. <laughs> like that's not you it type that in some place it says hey this will never get broken don't don't use password as my password that is horrible um, that's a little free tip from jonathan anderson right there today yeah <laughs> um but you know you can put hey you know uh my god is my savior exclamation point you're typing that in every day that's speaking to you and it's keeping you secure mm-hmm. so uh nice yeah, it was just something that came up in conversation and and I I thought it was fascinating. People were like, I didn't know I could type that. And I'm like, what do you mean you didn't know you could put a sentence in there? You put whatever you want. It's a password. Like, it doesn't. Well, I thought it all had. No, it doesn't. Well, and willing so, to change. Made, the humor yes. behind it is so fun. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so it was the fun part at first. Like, okay, your password willing to change. What? No. Yeah, willing to change. It's like, no, I'm serious. You're willing to change. <laughs> type it in, you know, the 20 times and sign into all the stuff that you got to do. Now let's go change your password. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the right posture to show up with every day for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it is, you know, uh, we have to be willing to change. Some people get so stuck in, well, this is what I've always done. And so it's what I'm always going mm-hmm. to do. And you see this in ministry as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's no, this is how we've always done it. Well, that doesn't mean that's how we have to continue doing it. Technology can probably help us do this. Something else can probably help, you know, do that better in a more efficient way. It's not always the case, yeah. right? That maybe the way you're doing something is the best way to do it. So it's a case by case basis, but a lot of times people get just no, this is it. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm sure I know I have my ways. We all do. Right. For and get sure. stuck in on it. But I mean, a daily challenge, like God, what, what can I do today? Help me walk with me. If I need to change something, let me know. And whenever we, when we finally get that, you know, check in our spirit or whatever, it's like, okay, I need to work on it. Make a note, start working on it. Be willing to change. That's so good. Well, Jonathan, you've had a nice uh, track record on Rock, and you've worked on many of the features and many of the things we have inside that are available in Rock. What are some things you're working on right now that you're most excited about on the Rock front? Uh, wow. So, as I said earlier, there's a lot of pots in the fire mm-hmm. uh, for different things. Um, I'm working on some new check-in themes. I'm waiting on version five for the mobile app. Um, working with a partner on building a new website. Uh, we've recently launched 
communications team and we're getting all of those things together and subscription lists. And so the list goes on, right? Uh, getting more people into using rock for volunteer scheduling. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's just a whole lot. We There's parts of rock that I've never touched and that I probably never will, will touch. Um, our ministry doesn't use them. Every mm -hmm. ministry is different. And right? that's all right. And so, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, so there's always something new to learn. Um, the most exciting thing is is uh, working on a website and going to get some uh, some personalization things added, starting small. We're building a foundation. Uh, we're not that's going exciting. heavy into personalization right now. We're just like, okay, let's get a, a good foundation, a website. Uh, our website has changed like four times over the last five years mm -hmm. just because little tweaks, little brand changes and rebrandings and things like that. And after a little while, it's like, okay, it's time to start fresh. And so we're starting fresh. We're laying a firm foundation hmm. uh, and we're going to build on that. So I'm really excited in what's going to come out of that website and mm -hmm. then the mobile app work to follow. Mm -hmm. um, it, it'll, it's going to take a lot of time from me. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've got, especially the mobile application. I mean, it's, uh, for all intents and purposes, it's going to be me learning another programming language because it is another language. Mm -hmm. It's it's familiar. If you know one language, you can go to another language. It's not a problem, but it's time consuming. It's very mm -hmm. time consuming. And so I'll probably have a lot of late nights uh, sitting up here in the office, playing on the phone, playing on the computer and uh, trying to say, help me in Rocket Chat. <laughs> <laughs> learning all sorts of new things well you're exactly right the best things take a little bit of time to develop and to um, simmer as yes. new ideas come but laying that foundational piece of what needs to be in place without having to say the project has to encompass everything that's possible or nothing you have to start and get that foundation laid so that sounds like a really wise step in progress Absolutely. Yeah. The the foundation, we all know the foundation is core to everything. Mm -hmm. you know? Jesus said, build, you know, build your house on the rock. And he well, meant rock RMS. Yes. We've been managing two different websites. Uh, one internal website mm -hmm. for, or external website for rock, for our members, uh, for all your signups and things like that. But then our other, our church.com website, which is, uh, more or less a, a billboard that is static. Mm -hmm. Now we're pulling those things together, going to have one website out of it. So that's going to benefit everybody. You know, it's confusing when you have two websites. It you know, is. For any churches that do run two of them and you have to have your rock signups and mm -hmm. all this stuff over here. And then you have these other things over here. You know, maybe you're running a, a WordPress site or something like that. I know there's plugins. I know there's some communication between the two, but uh, it is um, very limited. It um, is limiting and, and, and it's limited. complex. It's unnecessary yes. complexity in some cases. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you yes, you're bringing in not only a whole nother uh, WordPress stack, but now the plugin mm -hmm. and then the rock. So yeah, you, you know, where you could just have one system in rock. Now you have to have, you know, two more added to it. The complexity that comes uh, in, it'll be very beneficial to have it over there. I'm so glad we're doing it. Um, and then all so. your data comes into one place and that exactly. gives you even more power in the future to personalize yes. even more. And it's so Absolutely. cool to, to realize that you don't have to have just that billboard megaphone marketing site. 
and then a place where people can go and take action. When you combine mm -hmm. those, you can have one website that speaks mm -hmm. to different audiences and meets their needs differently. Mm -hmm. And yes. that's just a, a mind blowing experience. If you've come from, if right now someone is in the position of having those two and not seeing how they can come together, when you start realizing how the logic and design can work together to deliver these personalized experiences that move people through the digital ministry strategies of your church. It's just a really, I mean, I'm, I'm getting excited about it right now, Jonathan. That's yes. the, one of the things that drives me. I get so excited about yes. that. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, and just some of the things that we can do. I mean, uh, now with, I don't know if it's in 15 or it's coming in 16, but basically, uh, you know, we don't even, you're an anonymous person, right? But we still know that you've yes. been here before. That's right. So we can still do some customization based on, okay, yes. well, you know what? I've seen this device before. I, I know this person has maybe even looked at this page or looked at this page. And so you can kind of get some information. I, I know people are like, oh, that starts to get on the creep side. And it's like, oh, I mean, it it can't, you know what? Any tool is just a tool. And That's it depends right. on how you use it. Yes. Right? It, it depends on how you use it. Yep. And so uh, there's been some features that have come in raw and I've had just some of our staff here like, Oh, that's creepy. No way. And it's just like, no, well, think about this from a ministry per mm -hmm. perspective, just for a second. Put, you know, turn your creep radar off and let's talk about how this can impact ministry and what mm -hmm. it can do here. Um, and as as long as you're not, you know, um, like I said, just looking at it through a negative lens, mm -hmm. you can see all kinds of benefits. But it really depends on the lens that you're looking at it through, you know. Sure. It's, it's if what you're doing is serving people the same kind of content or connections that they're already looking for, and now you're making it easier for them to find, you're actually serving them because you're delivering what they're coming for in an easy to find manner, which gives them the answers they need to know whether or not they are ready to step inside the doors of your church. So if Absolutely. you can provide that to someone before their face is known to you, they're known to God, their needs are known, and now they're making their needs visible so that we can meet them without having to know them in person. And that's an incredible ministry opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, so uh, one of the pastor's uh, sayings that he has is, we're friendlier than any bar in town. <laughs> we have it on t-shirts. We have it <laughs> that's on awesome. boards. You know, yeah, we're friendlier than any bar in town. I, I don't care where you go, come here. And it is, it is a friendly, just down home, just good church. And wouldn't providing someone that we don't even know with the correct content, that is a friendly thing to do. Yes. That's, we That's care right. about, we care about our community. And so being able to do some of the things, I don't, I don't need to know who you are. You know what? Later right. on, if you sign up for something and we know who you are, that's great. Maybe we can get a ministry story out of it, you know? Uh, but it's just some of the awesome things that you can do leveraging raw in the way that it was intended to be. Leveraged. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, I will probably say that using raw for your website might not be for everyone. And mm -hmm. what I have in mind is if you have a, just a huge church with a huge developer staff and y'all have really just built, you know, your platform over here and you're using raw for your back end, you know, giving or checking and things like that, that, you know what, maybe moving your website over to rock isn't going to be for them because they built so much tooling and they already have a big staff around that, right? But for any churches that uh, that are smaller that might not have that, 
It's not as hard as you think it might be. And there are a lot of partners that are great and can help you and can walk you through it. There is a community of people that mm-hmm. is great and walk you through it. And uh, for I, I think for small, medium churches, it really does fit the bill mm-hmm. uh, for just being almost an all-in-one jack-of-all-trades. It's not going to do everything. It can't do everything. And we realize that, right? If you you have a specific theme of planning center, (laughs) right? Uh, Going for scheduling and volunteer, like, I'm sorry, Rock's not going to meet that for you, for your worship team, for your production team, things like that. But knowing that, knowing where its strengths and its weaknesses are um, is a big deal. And so, uh, yeah, like I said, we're trying to get a lot of our people over into Rock scheduling now because... We don't need planning center for that. And we can get more data into Rock. Right. Uh, That's the key. We can know what people are going to. That is the key. That's, That's the, key. the key. That's how that you know people. Key. If you half know yes. people, do you really know people? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, uh, just having all of that in a separate system that they're not talking with each other it just doesn't make a lot of sense. So no, and it can create website. some real faux pas even, right? Like if yeah. a person provides data back to one system or, or another about a significant yes. life change on their end that has a lot of emotional context to it, yep. and that data never crosses into other platforms mm. the church has, there can be some major communication or ministry moment faux pas as a result. Or, or uh, even if you have a strategy in place to move that data from one platform to another platform, um, I think most of the time it's probably going to be a by-hand thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you might have some plugins, yeah. but a lot of it's going to be a by-hand thing. And, okay, how many hours are someone spending right. doing that? What, what kind of time does this take? Oh, well, it doesn't take me long. Okay, well, it takes you 30 minutes twice a week, every 52 weeks a year, you know. What could so you be 50, doing on a ministry front if you took that time? Yes, exactly. You yeah. know, uh, you, you could be doing a lot more. So sometimes, sometimes thinking of the big picture, uh, how can we better use time? Yeah. How can we better, you know, how, how can we let the tools do what they do best, you know, and yeah. then empower our staff, our ministers to do what they do best. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't think we can top that. I think we're going to just have to give that a wrap. That was an incredible, <laughs> that was an incredible comment there, Jonathan. And I got to tell you, your enthusiasm and your humility are uh, so inspiring. And um, we're just really thankful that you could join us today on Rockcast to share a little bit about what you're doing and who you are with the community. Some people may have seen you up on stage at RX for the first time and, and just helping people realize that high impact doesn't have to start with um, being someone who's already been handed a stage. The stage for you came along after the fact, and it's because of hard work, enthusiasm, and humility. So thank you very much, and we appreciate you joining us. And for our listeners, thanks so much for listening to Rockcast. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you receive podcasts so you can stay up to date with everything that's going on at Rock RMS. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor Intulse, a voiceover IP service provider. Connect with Intulse today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.